Coming up, a Grand Slam helps the Astros get a comeback win, and a rookie gets his first MLB victory for the Diamondbacks. This is Locked On Now MLB. The biggest games, the best performances, expert analysis. You are Locked On Now. Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Now MLB. Local experts weighing in on the biggest stories in baseball. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. We've got our hosts here ready to recap all of the action for you from yesterday. We're going to start out with the Orioles picking up another game on the Blue Jays in yesterday's biggest game. The biggest game. The Baltimore Orioles fell behind early, but then got a grand slam to pull off the win over the Blue Jays. Locked on Orioles couldn't believe it after the comeback victory. I mean, there's just simply no way this is a real baseball team. This is a real baseball team? Are you kidding me? With Tuesday night's game. Rugnet Odor. An awful toot plan on the bases. A terrible relay play earlier in the game that cost a run. And yet... As he always seems to do, when the moment is biggest, Rugnet Odor shines. With the go-ahead two-run homer in the eighth, Orioles beat the Blue Jays 6-5 to to take the series. And of course, he couldn't be done. He had to make an error in the ninth inning and then catch the final out. That was the full Rugnet Odor experience in Baltimore on Tuesday night. And the O's with one of their best, craziest wins of the season with an 80-minute rain delay baked in. Win it 6-5. to They've got the series. And if the Yankees can beat the Mariners later tonight, the Orioles will be tied for a playoff spot in the American League. I'll break it all down, recap the win coming up on Wednesday's episode of the Locked On Orioles podcast. The Mets have one of the best records in baseball and the Reds have one of the worst. So it makes sense that Cincinnati could not stop New York from picking up its fifth straight win. Locked On Mets says this team is looking ready to make a playoff run. Surprise, surprise, the New York Mets won another baseball game. That makes it five in a row. They are now 14-2 in their last 16 games. This is becoming one of those teams where you just sit back, get your popcorn out, watch a ball game, and expect to win every single night. Every single button Buck Showalter presses is working out for this Mets team. You're seeing contributions up and down the roster. This is probably the best starting rotation in baseball. You get another great outing today out of Carlos Carrasco. Francisco Lindor hits his 20th home run of the season. Uh, and this Mets team just rolls yet again. This is Ryan Ficklestein, of course, the host of Locked On Mets. And on the show tomorrow, I'll be recapping this game. And I'm also going to be talking about the man that hit his 20th home run tonight, as I just mentioned, Lindor. And why he is suddenly worth every single penny of that $341 million contract. Something I was telling you guys about before the season started. Give this guy a break. Let him get comfortable. And he's going to do big things for the Mets. And we are seeing that this year. And it has just been a welcome sight. As he has really kind of flushed the narrative of year one. And is turning into the player they always hoped he would be. The Reds aren't going to be winning anything at the end of the season, which is why our Locked On Reds host was so confused by Cincy's decision to bench a big prospect in need of reps at the end of the game. The Cincinnati Reds failed their one mandate for the rest of the season on Tuesday night. Hey, this is Jeff Carr from the Locked On Reds podcast. 
Here to tell you about the fact that, sure, the Reds lost. Mike Miner, whatever, he was okay. Those weren't the big stories. The big story was in the eighth inning when the bases were loaded, two outs, and the Reds had a chance to make a rally. Jose Barrero was on deck until he was pulled for Alejo Lopez, who was just called up from AAA to replace an injured Mike Moustakas. Not seeing how that's going to help out Jose Barrero's confidence. Sure, he had three strikeouts earlier in the game, but that is the point where you're saying, kid, you go get a hit with the bases loaded. That confidence goes through the roof. Instead, he gets to sit in the dugout and watch as Alejo Lopez takes that at bat that should have been his. It was absolutely the wrong decision by David Bell. It's not as if it cost them the game, but the whole point of the rest of this season is to figure out who's going to be here when the Reds are good. Jose Barrero has a real shot to do that. Alejo Lopez does not. We are going to expand on this, talk about this quite a bit on the next Locked On Reds podcast. Steve and I, I'm sure, are pretty much going to agree on this. Buckle up. You're not going to miss it. The Cubs still sitting firmly in rebuild mode, but that doesn't make Tuesday's one-run loss to the Nationals sting any less. Our Locked On Cubs host goes through a laundry list of mistakes that cost the Northsiders. Today's 6-5 loss to the Washington Nationals is a great example of what Matt and I always talk about on the show, getting better on the margins, getting better at the little things. This team should not be as bad as they are, and today's a perfect example of it. They had 15 hits to the Nationals' eight and found a way to lose this game. How? Why? Two unexplainable base running errors. One by third base coach Willie Harris and Rafael Ortega uh, uh, tagging up at a play at home with one out and Seiya Suzuki who hit the ball great all night coming up got got thrown into a, a, a double play and then in the ninth inning Seiya Suzuki trying to steal second and, and kills that rally. Those little things, I, I know I sound like an old head, but those little things in the game of baseball of what the Cubs have done so poorly this year. Defense, base running, situational hitting, all three have been below expectations and why this team is uh, competing in the cellar. Coming up, the Astros erase an early deficit with a grand slam and the Phillies wait out the rain for a win. This is Locked On Now MLB. Today's edition of Locked On Now is brought to you by Bet Online, the number one spot for all of your online gambling needs. Now, especially with the second half of MLB underway, and of course, football is right around the corner. Just head over to betonline.net. Bet Online, it's where the game starts. Welcome back to Locked On Now MLB. I'm Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. Arizona's rookie starter looked like a veteran against the Pirates in yesterday's best performance. The best performance. Hold up, hold up. Hold. A rookie took the mound for the D-backs on Tuesday and beat the Pirates for his first career win in the major leagues. Locked on Pirates tells you about Tommy Henry's big day. Tommy Henry gets his first career win as the D-backs pick up their third straight win and take down the Pirates 6-4. Miller Thomas of Locked on Diamondbacks here. I've been kind of skeptical about Tommy Henry so far, but if he keeps performing like this, he's going to shut me up real quick because seven innings of one earned run, really good baseball by Tommy Henry, really good pitching by him. And for the D-backs offense, it was a nice bounce back after not doing much against the Pirates in the first game. Christian Walker, three hits. Jake McCarthy, three RBIs. He gets a stolen base as well. He's been performing really well over the last month and a half, so hopefully we see more Jake McCarthy going forward. And then 
Chris Davinsky wasn't great, but Mark Melanson was able to come in and close out the ninth inning pretty much stress-free. I mean, he couldn't go three up and three down. Always has to allow at least one base runner. But overall, great game by the D-backs tonight. Great start by the rookie. Great offense. And the D-backs bullpen did just enough to close it out. So let's hope the D-backs could do it all again for game three tomorrow. The Astros had allowed four runs through the Rangers' first four at-bats, and then Aledmiz Diaz erased that deficit with one swing, and Houston went on to beat Texas. Locked on Astros goes over the comeback. The Houston Astros and Texas Rangers kicked off another series to fight for the silver boot. What happened? Well, Martin Perez showed up, and this is a pitcher that has completely owned the Houston Astros in his tenure. Also, to be known is that Martin Perez has not given up a grand slam in his career until today. That's right. The Astros started with a four nothing deficit and then the wheels would fall off for the Texas Rangers. Although Jose Arquita gave up five runs today, he still got the win because Alemis Diaz came up to the plate with the bases loaded and hit a grand slam. That's correct. A grand slam tied the game. They took the lead. They put seven on the board. The Rangers would add one late. The Astros would win 7-5. to five. The relief pitchers that came in after Urquidy would not surrender a run, but would combine for six strikeouts between the four relief pitchers, with Ryan Presley getting the save. The Astros are back to their winning ways after a day off, and they look to get another game against the Rangers, which would secure the silver boot for 2022 with Justin Berlin on their mound. For all the action the Astros have all season long and postseason, Stay tuned to the Locked On Astros. For myself and Eric the Man Heisman, we are your team every day. Go Strokes. Our Locked On Giants host came out of Tuesday's loss against the Padres, still happy with the fight San Francisco showed. But as he explains, now is not the time for moral victories with time running out on a playoff push. The Giants show incredible fight again against Josh Hader. They scored three runs in the ninth inning to tie the game. But ultimately, a few things in the end didn't go their way, and they lose on this walk-off bomb by Manny Machado. Ben Casper with the Lockdown Giants podcast. It's great that the Giants showed the fight that they did, but at the end of the day, we're kind of at the point of the season where you almost can't just take, uh, you can't just come away feeling good about a good effort. You kind of need the wins, especially when you're playing the team that you're chasing. And in that ninth inning, how about the at-bat by J.D. Davis? Completely had the at-bat taken out of his hands by the home plate umpire who called a pitch inside for a strike that was not a strike and then a pitch way off the plate for strike three. Just completely had the bat taken out of his hands. And then Jerickson Profar made an amazing diving catch that saved the game for the Padres, in my opinion. It ended up being a sack fly that tied it by Evan Longoria, but it was just a couple inches away from being much more than that, two more runs and the inning still going afterwards. And so, uh, yeah, then Manny Machado hits the bomb. So all in all, it was an entertaining finish, but certainly a gut-wrenching one for the Giants, who fall back now to six and a half games out of a playoff spot with just over 50 games to play. So we'll break it down on Lockdown Giants, where it's your team every day. Chicago White Sox won one of the games in their doubleheader with the Royals yesterday, but also suffered yet another injury. Locked on White Sox gives you the recap and diagnosis for all-star Tim Anderson. The Chicago White Sox split a doubleheader, uh, lost the first game, won the second game in Kansas City on Tuesday. Uh, some bright spots in game two. Aloy Jimenez was three for three. Davis Martin 
had a really nice game on the mound. And Lenin Sosa had a couple hits, one of them uh, his first big league home run. Unfortunately, the big story, another White Sox injury to report. Uh, we found out that Tim Anderson will need surgery to repair a tendon and his middle finger on his left hand could miss up to six weeks. White Sox back at it Wednesday night against the Royals as they send Johnny Cueto to the hill. Neither the Marlins or the rain could stop the Phillies on Tuesday after a delayed victory locked on Phillies says these games against lesser teams are the ones that Philly has to win consistently down the stretch. The Philadelphia Phillies win again. Connor Thomas, your host of Locked On Phillies. Pardon the hair. <laughs> I had to take a couple naps tonight because of the rain delays. The Phillies were delayed by rain twice in tonight's ballgame, but doesn't matter. They still pull out the 4-1 to win. Zach Wheeler was great in his start. The offense was working early. JT Romuto with a huge game, a double and a home run, two RBIs from him. Gene Segura, his first home run since coming back from breaking his finger and being on the injured list. Gene Segura is incredibly hot at the plate right now. His team played great defense. His team pitched well. The bullpen was excellent. And they take advantage of just a Miami Marlins team that should not be competitive against them. This is a team that's a top 10 team in baseball. They play a lot of teams that are bottom 10 teams in baseball the rest of the way. And when you get a chance to play a team like the Miami Marlins or the Nationals or the Pirates or the Reds or teams like that, you got to take advantage. And tonight, well, the Phillies did just that. Sir Anthony Dominguez gets the save. And we are on till tomorrow with a tough matchup against Sandy Alcantara. Talk to you then. The Colorado Rockies honored both Yadier Molina and Albert Pujols before the game started at Coors Field on Tuesday, but that's where the pleasantries ended once things got going. Locked on Rockies reviews a 16-run output for Colorado. Rock on Rockies fans, Paul Holden here from the Locked on Rockies podcast. Well, that was a fun one. It started with a celebration for players that have never really been a huge impact in the National League uh, West in terms of the Rockies and their history, but the Rockies wanted to throw a celebration for the Cardinals and the Rockies players wanted to spoil it as the Rockies dominate their best offensive performance in a long, long time. 16 runs with the team scoring over 12 or over 10 of those in the first three innings. 16 runs, 22 hits. Cardinals try and sneak him back in a couple of times, but it's a great night at the yard for the Rockies as they trounce the Cardinals on the celebration of Yadier Molina and Albert Pujols. And uh, old friend Nolan Arenado, a couple of plays early on, doesn't get the job done. Hey, it's few and far between. It's been fun for the Rockies, and tonight was a fun one for the Rockies, especially in a night where Coors Field was uh, full of non-Rockies fans. We'll be breaking it all down right here on Locked on Rockies. That's all for today on Locked On Now MLB. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. Make sure you go check out Locked On MLB and your team's Locked On podcast. I'm Kenati Stevens. This has been Locked On Now.